Audioversity, the voice of Reichman University. Part of your world with Shiri Epstein and Tally Cohen. This is part of your world in the Audioversity Voice of Rackman University Radio 106.2 FM. I'm your host, Tali, and I'm here with my co-host, Shiri. Shiri, what's up? Hey, Tali. So this episode kind of came out of the blue, but it is very relevant, and I'm very excited to talk about it. Oh, yeah. But before that, and before our updates and conspiracy theories, we have a lovely guest here with us. We do. Her name is Tali, like me. <laughs> she is my roommate. She's South African, 24 years old. And she's starting to like Disney because, well, she lives with me. So tell us a bit about whatever you want to say, Dolls. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me here. I'm actually quite interested and enthusiastic to get a bit of a perspective from a critical aspect and also from an enthusiastic aspect. Oh, so yeah. I'd like to grow a little bit of the interest there. So this is why I'm here. And also to give it a bit of an opinion from like the outsider, you know? I agree. I think... Well, you know what this episode is about. I think it's going to be an interesting episode to have a third opinion on because Me I know too. that Tally and I definitely agree in this episode. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, but before all of that, let's get into our updates. So The Princess, a 20th Century Studios production, will come out on the summer of 2022 in Disney+. Plus. It will star the marvelous Joey King. Um, and King is starring in the film as a young royal, more comfortable with a sword than a tiara. A good thing, because she must save her kingdom from ruthless mercenaries. The movie is described by Disney as an irreverent action movie set in a fairy tale world. I love that. I love it. First of all, she's a great actress. She is. Um, I love the idea of this whole, like princesses who fight for themselves yeah kind of thing i think it also goes very well with our episode today and i like how they called it an action movie yeah i like that and i like that they used joey king yeah. <laughs> she is such a bad badass badass yeah. you know, badass. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. we swore we swear in this in the show we just try not to. she's she's a powerful actress and i think she's going to represent this character 100 percent. yeah, I, yeah I saw a picture of the movie already and oh. she looks like she's gonna be very badass in this i'm very I'm excited glad to hear um That's... going on to the second movie we're gonna be talking about it's called rosaline it's also a 20th century studio they don't have an exact date of release but it's at some point in 2022 if you guys have been listening to our podcast you know that disney kind of doesn't really know what's happening when it comes to release dates this lately it is also a disney plus release and it's a dark comedy based on the other woman of Romeo and Juliet. Uh, the ex that Romeo is still pinning after until he sets eyes on Juliet and then completely forgets about her. Um, it is actually based on a novel, When You Were Mine, by Rebecca Surly. 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 Yeah. It sounds exciting. It does, because nobody talks about Rosaline. No, not at all. She's completely forgotten after like the first like five minutes of Romeo meeting Juliet. Yeah. It is. She is, and I'm interested to see what their take on this is. Me too. I mean, it is based on a book, so like maybe there'll be something there. But I am really excited to see how they take it. It's also a dark comedy, and I love dark comedies. I know you do. So Disney Plus introduces an ad-supported subscription offering in late 2022. 
So Disney Plus will expand its offerings for consumers by introducing an ad-supported subscription in addition to its to its option without ads beginning in the US in late 2022 with plans to expand internationally in 2023. More details including the launch date and pricing will be announced at a later date. I'm annoyed by it. Not I'm just very annoyed by not it. just because I'm annoyed at Disney Plus and we all know my issues with Disney Plus. We do. But <laughs> um Charlie, let me tell you, Disney mm-hmm. Plus is not currently available in Israel, but it's available literally everywhere else, including like India and South America. Oh my god. Yeah. So um that's I'm annoyed at Disney Plus in general. <sighs> that's a very big issue. But the fact of the matter is is now we're gonna have to watch ads when it does come. Yeah. <laughs> this annoys me. I don't wanna pay extra not to I'm probably gonna pay extra not to have ads, let's probably. face that. <laughs> but it's annoying. It you is. don't get me Disney Plus on time. Disney, and now you want probably for Disney. Exactly, yeah. But here's the thing, my repetition of this. First of all, they still haven't gotten me Disney Plus here in Israel. We are a first world country. Get your shit together and get me Disney Plus. (laughs) But now you're going to make me pay more? That's outrageous. Outrageous. (laughs) I am very mad about it. You should be. We all are. We all are. Just get Disney Plus in Israel, Disney. Imagine how life would be with Disney Plus here. What do you have to say about that? I really feel like Tully would thrive. <laughs> also, Shiri. But I think that it would be like the background noise in the apartment. If that's, Listen, if that's I, I just want to watch TV series of Disney Plus. Not even like Disney movies, because I know Tully's going to be watching Disney movies all day. But I want to watch all the Marvel stuff. And I am very frustrated that it's not here yet. And I keep complaining. Yeah. I think... Probably out of all the episodes we've recorded until now, I've had maybe one episode that I have not complained about Disney Plus. Yeah, since Disney Plus came out, yeah. I I enjoy complaining about this because maybe if somebody in Disney is listening to me, they will (laughs) listen. There's a Disney company in Israel. Yes, we don't have Disney Plus, so I'm very frustrated about that. That But moving on (laughs) from my frustrations, on March 27th, 2009, Disneyland's celebrate a street party debuted um the new seasonal parade a high energy feeling reminiscent of high school musical films featured 48 dancers 12 acrobats on stilts three djs 12 drivers of combinations of bicycles and drum kits and 24 disney characters why was i not there that's my only question why was i not there it seemed like it was amazing and huge and super big I think they might still be doing something like that, but I'm not sure. Okay. But they're missing the most important part, Zac Efron. Like, well, why? He might, have been, he, might have been, he might have been part of the 24 Disney characters. I don't know. Uh, I don't think. I, I don't think he was. I don't think he was. But but I gotta say, like, this sounds amazing. Like, 48 dancers, 12 acrobats. It sounds pretty cool. It, so- it sounds like a fucking circus. It does. I kind of want to be there. It's awesome. It is. Moving on to our conspiracy theory of the day. Yes. Uh, Shiri, do you want to tell us what we have for today? Yes. So um, this conspiracy theory, for those of you who don't know the Pixar theory, might be a little confusing. Yeah. So let me first give a very quick rundown of the Pixar theory. Basically, the Pixar theory expands that all the movies are connected, starting with Brave and ending in Monsters, Inc., or back to Brave. Depends on, uh, Depends on yeah. how you want to follow the fan theory. But basically, in this happening, at some point, humans go extinct or 
something happens to them, apart from the ones in Wally who are in space, the ones on Earth that did not run away to space. And the theory goes that the cars from Car killed the human race. Uh, we already talked about that. Yeah. Um, so the theory says that there is a slight problem with when it comes to the world of cars and an Earth devoid of humans. So the wild theory takes us away into the future, beyond even Wally, so after Wally, where the human race has been completely wiped out. Possibly by murderous motors and cars have gained sentience. So let's talk about the car movie before we continue explaining the main idea of this. But um, in the car movie, everything still kind of seems very human-like. They have hotels, they have gas stations, which are restaurants, they have all these like human things. They have eyes. They have eyes, but no, not talking about the cars themselves, but ah. everything around them. Like, okay. Everything yeah. else is very human, like hotels, they got yeah. shops, they got, you know, like all these like human things. Yeah. Resources. And um, exactly. And there's no humans. And we don't know what happened to humans according to car kind of thing. There isn't humans. But the kind of idea actually might have to do with Car's creative director, Jay Ward, talking to Screen Crash, saying that he has a theory himself that the cars took over with their advanced AI and adopted the personalities of their previous owners. Which is also part of the big part of the Pixar theory for that matter. Exactly. So they took over their personalities by killing them, which is very sad and very it's weird. It's not Disney-like, but it would make sense if it's you It's not me. Disney-like, but the fact that this theory kind of pops off of something the director said mm-hmm. kind of makes logical sense of how people follow that train of thought. Yeah. I, I, I believe that. Honestly, it does make sense. Like, why, why else would humans not be there? Well, a lot of them left with Wally, with yeah. like the spaceship, not Wally, but, but the but spaceship. But this is also the Pixar theory. But not all of them did. If we remember Wally, yeah. there's a point where the president of the United States is still talking about what's happening on Earth. But then he isn't on Earth. There's he still no is on Earth. Earth. The, no, he isn't. Yes, and then th- they couldn't clean up the whole world. Th- I think I think Wait, that there were people still on Earth. There weren't. Who were supposed to send the life signal to the people up in space. Those were. These are the Eva dolls. Uh, okay. So basically, like, Wally is the only living being on the planet. There were a bunch of Wallys that were supposed to clean the planet. It didn't work out. So they took the Wallys out. The, that Wally was left. So what they did, they would send the Eva robots to find... Her name was Eve, by the way. Eva, it's in Portuguese. I'm sorry. <laughs> Eve, I'm sorry, Brazilian pe- person speaking. Anyway, so Eve, um, Eve, there were a bunch of like Eva robots, and their goal was to look for like plants. Eve robots. <laughs> but but <laughs> it's okay. I'm gonna leave this in. By the way, I'm gonna leave it in because it's funny. Um, I get what you mean. I think that maybe if I'm following, the, I'm adding to this conspiracy theory because I okay. like doing that. But my train of thought is maybe cars started killing people and that's when they were like, peace out and got on spaceships and left. Okay. That would maybe make sense. Why not? They, they what if- At the point of cars, they're gone, but they still have all the infrastructure to have hotels and restaurants and gas and etc. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe the cars got really intelligent and started killing people and the people were like, yeah, we got to get out of here. But they left robot like whatever they left like the wally robots to clean up after the cars because they realized that cars can't survive on their own um, maybe I, I, 
see maybe where you're I'm, coming from. Maybe I I'm just bullshitting my way from. through this. <laughs> I think if you rewatch Wally, you're you're gonna think differently. Maybe I haven't watched Wally in a really long time. I do think though that this could be an interesting fact to add to the Pixar theory, oh, and yeah. uh, maybe there's more to it. Like we've talked about this long time ago there's a pixar theory book if anybody wants to read it and wow. let us know what actually goes down there in the very beginning of our podcast yes um so let's start with the main segment of this episode which is really interesting in my opinion it is so we're going to talk about the lgbtq plus community and its relation to disney yes so let's start with a good note before we fall into kind of what's been happening now but the first official LGBTQ character, his name is Cypress Goodman. He is the first gay main character and the first character to utter the phrase I am gay in the Disney Channel. Um, he was in a TV show called Andy Mack, which was uh, really, which its runtime was from April 7th, 2017 to July 26th, 2019. Which is pretty late to have the first like official gay character. Definitely late. Um, but I also have heard that this TV show in general was very open to kind of uh, more subjects that uh, Disney wasn't comfortable with back in the day. I mean, at least that. It took them a while. It took no. them a fair while. So um, the character, when he did come out as gay um actually drawn considerable media attention and disney announcement of him coming out was widely reported both in the u.s and internationally it hit media frenzies because you know you have those two sides of how many like you know all these like people who don't agree with lgbt which is sad but it's a true thing unfortunately going against now disney because disney is openly saying we support this which yeah. is great in my opinion it's amazing it's about time exactly but you have those crazy people that don't agree and it's usually very religious people not to honestly like there are a lot of Disney princesses. Not not even talking about Disney characters, because those are endless. There are a lot of Disney princesses. If they were to be real, w would we actually believe that all of them are heterosexual? I mean, like, no. Would that make sense? First of all, let's talk about Elsa. We don't have to go that far into Disney princesses. People are pretty sure Elsa's lesbian. And it would make sense. It would be great. It I don't think Disney sense. said anything. But... I don't think Disney would say because, okay, so this is a character from a Disney Channel TV show. Like, it's, not, it's not a major branding thing. Elsa is, I dare to say, one of the biggest Disney princesses right now in like the last few years and probably the upcoming years. Mm -hmm. If Elsa came out as lesbian, that would be a huge scandal. A yeah. huge scandal. I also think, and we will talk about some of the the, the characters that are considered gay in, in Disney, but they're all very recent, which yeah. is kind of sad because I think that we should have talked about this long ago. Like, it ha doesn't need to be such a recent thing. Tally, do you want to give us your yeah, opinion on this? It kind of angers me a little bit because, I mean, this is such an important part of society and it's there's such a lack. I mean, you would think that the most supportive of the things that gave us like that knowledge you know we all wanted to be princesses we all wanted to have something to do with mickey mouse and growing up disney was a huge part of our lives yeah. so why was it not made and instated in an earlier process yeah. i mean yeah it frustrates me i Honestly, definitely agree if they had lgbtq plus characters in disney when we were I, I wouldn't even say children i would say like early teens 
I assume most people's vision on the LGBTQ plus community would be different. I I think there's always been rumors about characters being gay. Yeah. Um, but but the fact not- of the matter is that it took a show until 2017 to have a character that officially comes out of gay as gay and it's not it's even horrible. a big deal character it's, it's not even a big well, deal he's character. a main character yeah but it's a disney channel show it's not it's not it's as not if uh it's, yeah you know um, if they were gonna do it properly they should have done it through a movie yeah they really I should agree. have done it through I, agree. A movie. I agree i do think though that we are stepping in a better direction Correct. Yeah. having these characters coming out but let's talk about some general characters so in toy story 4 there's a background character which is a little sad which is a lesbian couple mm-hmm. picking up their kid from daycare yeah. which it's a background character you see it for one second it's not a big deal which is a little sad that that's what disney has kind of come to in movies you know what the line of thinking might have been behind that mm-hmm. so it could have been like so we all know that a lot of people were criticizing disney recently and before like around 2015-ish Ford um, that they didn't have any LGBTQ plus characters so putting a very short very subtle scene kind of refutes the argument that they've never done that before but at the same time it doesn't openly show them okay now from now on we'll have LGBTQ plus characters it's just like giving a, a bit of a you know I think Disney was trying to test out the waters okay. and see how okay people because like Okay. It's a it's a two second scene like it's not a big scene it's in the background if you're not even looking at it because it's not the main focus, but I think Disney was kind of trying to like see how far they could push it okay. before they completely because Disney also doesn't want like a huge scandal happening yeah, yeah which definitely. like it's gonna be a huge scandal we're gonna talk about the huge scandal in a little bit but other characters which is I think both Tally and I's favorite character in Corella Artie he's never explicitly gay yeah. Let's start with that. It's he true. never comes out as gay, but the actor, uh, John McCrea, actually decided to perform and read the character as if he was queer. And that yeah. was his choice, and it was accepted, and he's a great character. He is. He is. And, I mean, it's it's not like under Disney's name, but it is a Disney movie, and it, it you, you see how he's acting the character as if he was queer. Mm-hmm. So I I think it was a great choice of a character. Me too. I think it didn't matter if Artie was or wasn't gay. I think that his character was just a great character. I agree. And whatever he wanted as a sexual orientation is whatever he wanted. I absolutely adored that it was almost like it was an invitation Mm -hmm. to those like those little boys. Yeah. Also that are watching those Disney movies and think like, you know, hey, like it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I, I I personally adored him. I yeah. I, him. I think he was great. I th- generally speaking, like if he was LGBT, if he wasn't, I think he was just a great written and acted character. Yeah. Exactly. And like how he led the movie and how much like he he was confident was yeah. great to see mm. as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Um. So the next movie is Onward. Tally, do you want to so, tell us? Yes. So. Officer Spector in Onward, I have to admit I haven't seen Onward. So Officer Spector was played by a lesbian uh, actress. She's out. She's out of the closet. Her name is Lena Waithe. Mm-hmm. She makes a passing mention of her wife in her short appearance in the movie. So it's, it's kind of the same, the same thing going on of like you have these like 
characters, but they're not really main characters, and they'll make comments about it. Like, this is great that she even makes a comment about it. Yeah. And it's so passing that it makes it also more casual, that it's, like, not a big deal and nobody actually cares. Mm -hmm. But Also testing the waters. I see what you mean here. It's that kind of thing of, like, why isn't this character a bigger part of the movie? Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying, like, the specific officer or whatever. It doesn't matter. But, like, just generally having a character... That is LGBT. It doesn't matter like what part of the spectrum of LGBT it is, but just yeah. generally any part of that LGBT would be great. Yeah. Um, tell you, I know okay. you want to talk okay. about the let next me, one. Let me do the reasons. Okay, so one of my favorite Disney sidekicks, not not a princess side. Anyway, Lefou from Beauty and the Beast. Yes. So when the Beauty and the Beast live action came out, uh, we were promised that. The Beauty and the Beast character LeFou, which is, uh, for who, who doesn't know, Gaston's friend or sidekick, mm-hmm. he would be he would have an exclusively gay moment in the movie, in the live action. But when the movie actually came out, what happened was that Josh Gad, who played LeFou, just danced with another man in a tiny fragment of the, the film's climatic dance sequence in the very end of the movie, like even not the last 10 minutes. It was nothing. Yep. It's sad that we were promised something in a movie that was very expected and could have made a big difference because, like, you know, this is an original Disney princess. Yeah. And that, that um, would have had an impact. Yeah. And all we got was this tiny little scene. Not even a line. Not even a line. No. Just two guys dancing. And are you kidding me? Like, guys that are friends can dance. Like, why would that, you know? Yeah, I feel like there. it's the whole thing of what I think is happening is kind of Disney was testing the water to kind of see what was going to happen in the public. I get that, but why promise something and deliver something else? Agreed. Expecting that people would think that you fulfilled that promise. I think they could have opened so many more doors if they had done mm-hmm. it. I agree. I agree. I think Disney, specifically the CEO, which we will talk about, is um, a little scared of losing this like child like this like it's for everyone yeah any any young kid from as young as they can be until old adults can watch this is family friendly and i think they're a little scared of losing that reputation that's the problematic thing right you said that disney's scared of losing that it is for everyone thing yeah now um why like the fact that if they introduced lgbtq plus characters wouldn't that make it more everyone i agree i definitely agree that disney should introduce more lgbtq plus characters but i think that to a certain point i can also see why they would be scared of losing that family friendliness when you also have people of the other extreme who don't agree with lgbtq Mm -hmm. watching and supporting disney so like i get why they're kind of titter-tattering but Mm -hmm. let's get into the main what kind of came up from this episode while we were researching this in general so a disney pixar film employee actually released a letter to vanity which is a website and uh it's a big publication company Mm -hmm. they released an anonymous letter telling them about kind of what's going on and their experience um so the letter states that the LGBTQIA plus employees of Pixar and their allies um, were kind of, uh, were, wait, the, they kind of alleged that Disney corporate has, 
demanded that they cut out nearly every overly gay affectionate scene in their movies. And uh, you guys can't see Tally's face right now, but uh, she is. Oh, my God. She's not happy. No. (laughs) No. Um, And that's a scandal for you guys. That is a big scandal. They First of all, I don't think that's okay. No, that's not okay at all. Because, listen, you have you have like uh affection from straight people in movies all the time you do so what would make a difference in the gay affection like i don't get it like if we're cutting off affection we should cut all forms of affection out completely that's what that's what i was thinking actually when you said family friendly yes because why would a man and a woman kissing like if you told me disney doesn't want any type of sexual or physical relationship between people sure okay kids movies go for it i have the perfect example Go for it. Sleeping yes. Beauty. He kisses his. He, he kisses her. Yeah. He does. Right. And it's not and just it's, Sleeping it's the Beauty. It's the whole plot of the movie that right. he kisses her. It's not like, I don't know, in Tangle they kiss. Perfect. Amazing. But the whole plot of Sleeping Beauty kiss. is a kiss. Right. Yeah. It's that one. It's um, the Snow White has Snow White also has a true Listen, kiss, it's yeah. a theme. And if we're cutting out overly affection and whatever, let's cut completely cross scale. Right. Exactly. Not, why, why are we subjecting one group of people into like they can't have any affection exactly but everything else is fine exactly that's not okay that, that's what i think like family friendly amazing go for it take all all the kisses don't let characters hold hands don't get characters provide opportunity want. now you just don't section it you don't exactly. say this type of couple can't have romantic relations on camera this type can't like th- that that's not it you know that's... no especially nowadays with how the world is i get it maybe in sleeping beauty the first official disney not Sleeping Beauty, Snow White. Yeah, the first official Disney princess movie. It came out in the 30s. Yeah, it is way before Everything. any of this was yeah. uh, accepted in society. So, like, okay, yeah, fine. It's bad. It's not the best thing. But now this letter came out recently. Like, it came out a couple of days ago, as of the recording of this episode, which is uh, t- uh, 27th of March. Yes. And this came out, I think it was on the 25th of March, Mm -hmm. that the letter went viral. Yeah. So, like, it's still happening, which is horrible. It is. It is. So, continuing on, I'm going to keep quoting from this letter. Even if creating LGBTQIA plus content was the answer to fixing this discriminatory legislation, which we will talk about, in the world, we are being barred from creating it. So, basically... We're going to talk about the legislation that came out in Florida that is attacking the whole LGBT community. But they're saying if Disney could fix this by making it in movies, they're not letting us do that, which is horrible. Yeah. Um, To the date, Pixar has only included a tiny handful of LGBTQ characters in its feature films. The most prominent was the one an onward which was just this a passing absurd. by comment this is absurd this it's is horrible. the most prominent one what is that what is it that? was a comment that she said in the middle of a scene it and wasn't even, even important it's not part of the plot at all exactly it's not important it's not anything it's just passing by comment and that is the most prominent and that was in 2020 by the way um which is, oh my god it's horrible now basically um but but Something good that actually came out of it is that Pixar did release a short film called Out on Disney Plus, which was about a gay man who struggled with coming out to his parents, which is great 
because now we we do have something that we can say this this is what we need disney yeah. yeah this is more what we need because this is a struggle for people who are trying to come out to their parents mm-hmm. and seeing it in a pixar film when, that makes a difference. when you're a younger kid it could help you definitely makes a huge impact it can really help you because maybe it can help you feel connected to something that you feel. The thing is, like, Disney is so influential. Like, I cannot even extend how influential Disney is. And that has the the good sides and the negative sides. So mm-hmm. Disney can choose to be influential by exploring LGBTQ plus characters and not satisfying people that like the audience that is against mm-hmm. the lgbtq plus community or disney can um just keep doing what they were doing until i don't know 2017 we said yeah and just you know don't not evolving disney needs to evolve the world is evolving i, I disney think it needs evolve to evolve too. i think this picture short, short film shows that that Pixar animators wanted to evolve as well. This open letter shows this as well. It's an open letter from Pixar. Um, The employee basically took out this letter because there have been rumors going around that Disney gave financial support to this very much against the LGBTQ community legislation in Florida called Don't Say Gay. That is the official name of the bill. Not the official, but that's what it's being called. Um... And is taking a public stance against the legislation and the bill everywhere in the country. So let me talk a little bit about the bill that's happening, just to give a little information before we talk about this. So basically, what is this bill? It's a bill in Florida that bans the teaching of lessons on sexuality, gender identity, and sexual orientation in a matter that is not age-appropriate. Sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten to through third grade or in a matter that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students and according to the state. Mentally appropriate. That yes. and by I the way, that is a not... quote. That is a quote from the bill itself. The audacity. The audacity. The audacity. So basically what had happened is that there were rumors going around that the CEO of Disney, Bob Chap Chapik, I can never say his name, um, had secretly given money to the legislation of this bill. And he was kind of agreeing with it. Yeah. And then this letter came out and it became a huge deal. And basically, basically, people who work in Disney studios, so like film writers, animators, general people, protested in the streets of Disney, like in the the studios and everything uh, against this. And then the CEO came out with his own letter saying uh, that he is vowed to produce more gay content for kids. You know, okay. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm stuck in the short film that they put on only at Disney Plus for like half an hour. What, what is that? I'm it's sorry. Horrible. It's really bad. It gets worse. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so basically, after this whole issue with the don't say gay bill, Disney Orlando, Florida, great, great Disney place kind of kind of concludes in this whole thing of like what are they going to do because this is a lot in florida yeah and they are in florida yeah um but basically the ceo announced that he plans to create a task force in charge of making sure that more lgbtq awareness content is available for children in their platforms um and 
thankfully this is a good step forward a kiss between two women that was cut from the toy story spin-off was now reinstalled into it so now we're gonna have some um lesbian affection which is great amazing in a movie the thing is how far did it have to go until the point he decided to make that decision? How- Listen, it had to go to the point that Disney was getting trashed in the media. Yeah? It's everywhere. Like, if you look up LGBTQ plus Disney currently, as of this moment, everything that comes up isn't what characters are considered LGBTQ plus or what. It's this bill. Absolutely. And what is Disney doing about it, which good okay we had to take it really really far to get to here but at least we're getting somewhere yeah it had to go super far and disney's career basically disney was put in the situation of like well you're fucked either way basically like you either go with society and take the correct stance or you keep being quiet and you're gonna get trashed anyway exactly so and that's how you lose money and that's how, and you, that's lose how you lose money. money but at least uh, a scene was reinstalled, which I'm really happy about. Yeah. Especially in Toy Story, because I feel like Toy Story is more of a kid's kind of... It's also for the boys and for the girls. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly. Definitely... Yeah, it's not like a princess thing. Or... Exactly. It's really like So, that. here's the thing. No, the only... In the last few decades, the only company who's done a good job at capturing fans across seemingly every demographic has been Disney. Mm-hmm. I'm saying seemingly because it's not 100% true, but it... it Disney has done a pretty good job in general of getting religions and um, all races mm-hmm. and young and old and mm-hmm. all of that. They've been doing good with that. Yes. They've been improving. They have, definitely. We've talked about this before. We have, yeah. Now we're hoping that if they take the last step of improving in this identity category, because I feel like it's the only one that they haven't, you know, Check checked off. Box, yeah, I agree. They have potential to encourage this youth, this upcoming they do. youth. They really they do. do. They really have the opportunity. I mean, for those that are growing up with kids, let's say same-sex homes, their moms are raising them together, dads are raising them together, you know, it has potential for it to go somewhere to show that, it's hey, it's okay, you know? And listen, in the society that we live now, I have a young nephew. I talk about this. I My nephew in his daycare, they have talked about this, that there are some parents that are two moms and there are some parents that are two dads and there are some parents that are mom and dad. Yeah, and there are some that it's only a mom and only a dad. And he's four. And they talk about this in his daycare. And I think it's correct. I, because absolutely. my nephew's family structure is not the family structure that another kid might have. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there is nothing wrong with whatever family structure you have. Yeah. Of course, it could provide a whole bunch of education. Yeah. Yeah, and it can make the future lacking. better. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's talk about Disney's family-friendly criticism. Family-friendly in quotation marks. So um, there's a new Disney Plus spin-off show called Love, Simon. Disney. It's Disney Plus streaming on Hulu. Oh, okay. So basically, um, one of the characters is supposed to be a teenager who is coming out as gay in his high school. Isn't that a movie, though? I think Love, Simon's a movie. Yes, it is a movie. Love, Simon's a movie. No, it's a spin-off series. Are you sure? It's a I spin-off. watched the movie in the theaters called maybe, Love, Simon. Maybe it's the spin-off of the movie. Okay, that would make sense, maybe. So, um, basically, Disney got a lot, a lot, a lot of criticism for having this character who's coming out as gay in his high school because it's not considered family-friendly. 
Now, we've talked about this. None of us agree with this. But obviously, there are people out there who do. Yeah. Which is horrible. And, like, people, come on. We're, we're in come 2022. On. Come yeah. on, people. But I think that also, Hillary Duff recently suggested a Lizzie McGuire reboot, to behold. But in the suggestion, they want a Disney character that is gay. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. Good for her. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, I support that. I support that too. Yeah. And I think it's great that we're putting more... Because, listen, we're all out here. Every person's different. Every person is allowed to have their own orientation and wants and needs and everything. But if we're talking about being family friendly and for everyone, because that's Disney's whole thing, then they have to be for everyone. Exactly. Exactly. And listen, like... A lot of people are not straight and a lot of people fall into many different categories in the spectrum of LGBTQ plus mm-hmm. and we should support Represent that. them. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm saying like generally, like I'm not just talking about like sexuality needs. There's also a lot of other things mm-hmm. that Disney should talk about, like the the whole identity issue, because yeah. not everybody follows gender spectrums either exactly so we should also have something about that disney yeah. maybe maybe yeah, i'm taking it too far the into the future maybe because there are a lot of people there are a lot who of don't. people that are gender fluid exactly there are a lot of people that are cisgenders transgender right there, wow, there's, there's a everything exactly everything you could ever think about and, and it's okay even, and disney should talk about but this disney didn't even tackle the the basic tiny bit of it the the little drop Disney even didn't even get there. I really hope that Disney can move into something good. Um, let's talk a little bit about what executives have been revealing now that this whole controversy has started. And what I and everywhere I read does not agree with that they are introducing their very first gayest character. Because they have this whole thing of like, well, there's always like this, the first gay character where everybody's like, well, um... In The Little Mermaid, uh, Ursula was a drag queen. And this character was probably gay. Yeah, but no, nothing so, was So there's this official. whole, like, there's this whole thing of, like, the first gay character where you can name a bunch of different char- gay characters and it's just all... Well, they kind of seem like they probably were, so they yeah. probably were. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically what happened is that uh, Disney came up with a statement that they have immediately greenlit something that is not only our way of saying sorry but also to ensure that people will keep subscribing to disney plus oh my gosh um and they are releasing the gayest first gay character we've ever introduced but stating from them they said that like that's that's a quote that, that's a quote we're quoting yeah, here a quote, yeah uh the announcement very obviously upset many observers who were quick to point out that disney's history kind of doesn't go very well with the subject matter yeah. Whenever they promise something, let's take Le Fou for an example. That was a promise. Did they fulfill it? Yeah, they did. Did they not do it at all the way they should have done it? As well. Yes. So, so like it's saying something and doing what they said, but at the same time you're doing something else. Not exactly what you said. It's like reading between the lines, you know? Right. So Talia and I know what's going to come up and what they think the gayest first character ever is, but you don't. So what do you think... <laughs> It's gonna be here. Honestly, I first of all, for them to say the gay, what does gay mean to them? Exactly. What yeah. does that mean to? They're probably gonna be. They have the perception of first of all, they probably make it a guy, and that he'll probably be super feminine. Okay. I definitely. Well, think I that. think that is better than what they have in mind. 
What Let me there? tell you. What is it? So the gay character, which is going to appear in Pixar's upcoming Raccoon Village, will appear to be some sort of friend or neighbor of the main protagonist. We're not sure yet. Um, not even a main character. No, no. What? Character. No. Oh and um, during this pivotal part of the scene they're going to see the family of raccoons and they're going to be arguing and then an adult raccoon character will step out of the closet and announce that he is gay i am a gay raccoon here. i am a ra- gay raccoon and proceed to go back into the closet i'm sorry <laughs> two things that's insane what? that's pathetic it's that's so bad. pathetic i honestly think first of all it's disgraceful that they didn't use actual humans they should have made an entire they if they were going to do this they should do it through and through 100 yeah. percent. agreed what yeah. the hell this, is that to this be? is what i said that when you gave what you thought was going to happen i told you it's much better whatever you could come up with is much better than what they came up with yeah um Basically, people are very mad about it, <laughs> which I get. Going into oh, the yeah. closet, coming out, and then going back in. What is that? So so technically, he comes out of the closet. Let's but talk about, goes- like, technical terms. He does come out of the closet. But, like, it's not the main character. It's not a big scene. It's not like oh it's gosh. making a huge... I think they should have a movie completely related to a character I coming agree. out of the Agreed. closet. I agree. Agreed. 100%. If we want to talk about the gayest first character, whatever they want to title this, they should have a movie and they can make it two characters, two main characters, have a girl and a guy or whatever you want. Have them be the whole point and the whole plot of the movie of how hard they have it trying to come out mm-hmm. to, of the closet yeah. to their parents, to their family, yeah. to everybody around them, yeah. to their friends and just make a movie talking about real issues and what could be done and how you could help kids that are struggling to come out of the closet oh yeah, i'm so angry i don't know i'm so sorry i but feel like-, like if you have a movie like that kind of like showing kids coming out of the closet kids who are struggling with this could just take their parents to the movie of course. Yeah. and be like this, this is, is my issues right yeah yeah and that would be it'd be great and if they don't want to take their parents because sometimes they're not comfortable with that maybe it can help them get steps or find a way to do it this is the kind of example disney should be setting this is the kind of inspiration people need yes i agree they don't need to be princesses they don't need to be toys they don't need to be cars they don't need to be heroes for crying out loud they don't need to be some something like extra like i run a kingdom uh my dad is the sheriff whatever you want to call it just day-to-day characters that are dealing with day-to-day issues portrayed in, of course, a, a more sensational way because it's a movie and it needs audience and a plot. No. But they should tackle things that are actually going to make a difference. They ha- they're such a big company. They have to, to take it, use it for the financial and for the inf- the good influence. And they no. can't do both. They totally they can't definitely do both. Can. It's also, super doable. the fact of the matter is that influence has been such a big influence on our lives, we're adults and we have had Disney influence our whole lives. Yeah. So influencing kids nowadays that are obviously growing in a different society yeah. than what Disney was at the beginning when Walt Disney created it to what it is now and showing them that it's okay to be who you are and whoever you want to be, but in a way that would be appropriate and nice. And also that it's okay for their families to be that way. So let's exactly. say like the parents... The mom's together. The dad's working together. It is okay. You're not looked at in a different light. I think, at least here in Israel, we have a 
not everywhere in Israel, but in mm-hmm. a lot of places, specifically where we live here in Herzliya and Tel Aviv, yeah. um, we have a lot of like acceptance, of course, mm-hmm. which is great and amazing. And I hope it becomes like that everywhere in the world. Yeah. But it's great because little kids in um, Pride Month see flags everywhere in Tel Aviv and mm-hmm. Herzliya. There are flags everywhere. These are put by the, me- the government. Mm-hmm. And it's great because I feel like little kids are asking about that. Yeah. Right. So if you have them in movies, you'd have kids asking more questions. Exactly. Absolutely. And what happens? Say Disney doesn't take a stand, okay? Disney keeps doing what they're doing, even the, the bare minimum, they keep doing what they're doing. And the world is evolving. Kids are more and more entering the world of the whole sexuality spectrum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Tali said, with the adults around them and with themselves both ways. If I were a kid and everything around me was like open about this, their sexuality and their gender, but I was going to the movie theaters and I watched the princess movie, I would be like, why none of the princesses are gay? Yeah. I would ask my parents that. I see that as a pretty possible question. Why none of the princesses are gay? Yeah, I agree. I think we are living in a world that is more open to people of any gender, any sexuality, any anything. Yeah. You actually say that, but actually, so I'm from South Africa, and uh, they are so the opposite. The other, it is so not accepted there. It's it's really it's it's yeah. it's, it's it's like I, de- I, frowned upon. And the point yeah. we didn't mention is that Disney is a worldwide company. So it why is. we are here um, in Israel uh, talking about that? If there was whatever country that doesn't doesn't isn't open about it then that's an issue for Disney as well. Correct. Like, it worldwide is. speaking. I, I think that when whenever Disney does decide to take a stand on this issue, uh, it's going to riot a lot of people and people yeah. are going to get mm-hmm. ma- very angry. They will. But I also think that Disney being such a big company and having such much influence on countries and people and everything, it might, maybe, maybe I'm very hopeful, it might make a change in society as a whole. I don't doubt it will. I agree with you. I see that. And maybe maybe we're just very hopeful and society is horrible and we completely are in the incorrect here. But I really do hope that Disney can move into a better place. And I say this every time we talk about these topics. But I really do hope that it, Disney can evolve and make a difference and uh, have a better impact yeah. in the world as a whole. Um, the article where I got this that they were talking about, the first gayest gay character, um, actually said that they're happy to welcome this unnamed gay raccoon into the lineage of gay characters in Disney because mm-hmm. any little thing helps, first of all, which is true. Disney needs to make more. But for the people watching this, obviously, even having one gay character makes a whole lot of difference. They should have more, and Disney is in charge of doing that. But for the people watching that, even having a little bit, a little hope, yeah. I think, is, yeah. the, is the thing should yeah. be there. Yeah. I just think it's very shameful that they didn't go ahead and use, like, a proper character, like a little boy I agree. or a little girl. They should have done that. Okay, fine, through a raccoon. I Even even if it was through an animated raccoon character, whatever, having more of an influence would have been good. But I think having this um, little speck of hope... I guess it's important to start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Disney is realizing their mistakes and can move forward with this mm-hmm. which i hope so i hope that maybe having this horrible law happening in florida will make a difference as well worldwide but who knows because horrible things keep happening around the world horrible when it comes things. to this to legislation everywhere and um yeah 
But hopefully, let's end this on a, a little bit of a positive note. Hopefully, <laughs> Disney does learn from all the criticism they're getting and moves forward and creates a better character when it comes to all these LGBTQ plus issues. Tally, thank you for being here with thank us today. Thank you for having me, guys. It was a pleasure having you here, Tally. Oh, I was it so was, engaged. <laughs> we, we really liked having you. We liked that you agree with us. Yeah. Um, but no, you gave great input in this whole thing. Oh, we just don't... believe it's important to give your true, honest opinion and to mm. really voice. And maybe maybe there is a little boy or a little girl that's listening to this little podcast. <laughs> I mean, like, I know that the odds are podcast. slim, but I'm like, no, I, I think we have. I hope we have I, listeners. If you're out there, say hi. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, think it's Instagram. important for them to have we a do. voice. I, I think agree. they should know that there is, there are people that are fighting for them. Yeah, I just that's we are fighting <laughs> for you. We we are here and again very much thank you for being here and giving your input of course i definitely agree with everything you said i tell you i'm sure it also does but anyway uh this was part of your world here in audioversity the voice of reichman university radio i'm shiri i'm tali and thank you for being with us today